0: Hey guys, it's Pete Mundo, HeartlandCollegeSports.com. This week's interview is with Joel Lanning, the Iowa State linebacker, as the interview aired on our radio show in Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, and West Virginia, along with Iowa, of course. But if you're not in one of those areas where you catch the radio show on the right station, then you have the podcast version. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We have more downloads every week because of you guys If you haven't yet, please do rate, review, or subscribe to us, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. I would appreciate it so much because, like I said, we're growing every week because of you. Enjoy the interview. We'll talk to you soon. Continuing on Heartland College Sports Weekly, I'm Pete Mundo, and our guest this week is Iowa State linebacker Joel Lanning, giving us a few minutes of his time. Of course, NFL draft around a month away, and he is getting ready for that as we speak. So, Joel, for you, uh, what have the preparations been like here over the past couple of months as you get ready for late April?
1: Uh, It's been good. I mean, it's just, you know, I was down in Fort Lauderdale, and uh just combine prepping doing all that stuff you know all the drills that you see on the t- on uh, the tv for the pro days and stuff like that you know is what i've been doing for the last month so it's been good
0: what about in terms of uh you know what you've heard i don't know if you look at these mock drafts like the rest of us do but obviously guys like mel kiper they all think you're going somewhere so what have you heard from scouts and and teams on where you might land
1: yeah, uh, you know, I haven't heard much on, you know, possibly getting drafted or anything like that. Just more of teams are interested in working out privately, you know, the private workouts or uh, the, the flying you into their facilities and things like that. So it's just, you know, nothing really crazy as of the, the being drafted and all that. But there's definitely talk about, you know, being pulled into a, a camp or a, a team for
0: sure. Joel Lanning, our guest. Uh, Joel, think back, you know, 12 months ago, you're making this transition from quarterback to linebacker. And I-, I know that you're a confident guy. You have a lot of faith in yourself. But did you even exceed your expectations this past season?
1: Uh, I went way past them. I mean, it's just, you know, to see what I to see what i did is just kind of crazy, you know, to, to pick up that fast and have success you know i can't thank my coaches and my teammates enough for what they did to get me to where i am today and you know coach campbell and coach for giving me the opportunity to um you know play defense and move to the other side of the ball so i mean yeah i definitely exceeded my expectations you know i really didn't know what i was capable of doing and you know i just had a i had a great year
0: Joel when when you see a lot of guys around the country you know especially at the quarterback position because it gets all the attention they lose out on a starting job they get replaced and then before you know it uh they're transferring you didn't do that did you ever think about it though like how much did you consider going somewhere else to finish your career as a quarterback
1: yeah um i never never thought about transferring uh you know i was more of the i just would rather be done you know i graduated last spring you know i was going to be done with with pretty much everything if i wanted to be get a degree and all that and you know i even i sat down with coach campbell and pretty much told him where i was at um i didn't want to come back from my senior year to stand on the sidelines or possibly play you know five snaps a game or something like that you know i wanted significant time playing and you know the opportunity arose, and they they let me try it out, and never looked back.
0: That's a, just amazing, Joel Landing, our guest, former Iowa State uh, linebacker, giving us a few minutes on that topic. Joel, when you think back to it, and and how you progressed as the season went on, uh, was there a moment, whether it was early in the season, midway through the season, where you said, "Geez, I mean, I can potentially make a career out of playing linebacker"? <laughs>
1: um, I didn't have, I didn't really you know, realized what I was doing until, you know, halfway through, like, like you said, I mean, pretty much after, so we played three games and then we had a bye week mm-hmm. and then we started the rest of the season. And pretty much when I hit that bye week was when I felt like really comfortable with myself and things started slowing down and I just started playing ball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that, that was huge for me. And, you know, I just kind of realized, uh, after the Oklahoma game, you know, was when things kind of blew up for me. And, you know, I had some people messaging me uh, through, like, social media and things like that about uh, agencies and all that stuff. This is when I kind of realized, okay, I got a chance at this, you know, so just got to keep, keep playing ball. Well,
0: it's funny. That Oklahoma game, of course, you know, that wasn't just big for you personally blowing up, but you think about, let's be honest, the uh, entire team and the program blowing up after that. And then you throw in the TCU win that month when you look back on that month of October how crazy was that not just for the team but on campus and everything that was involved with that
1: (laughs) um unreal honestly you know started with the big win and then we just kind of went on a roll and finished the month of October you know without a loss and you know that was huge for our our, uh, team and you know we made great strides but you know Started with the Oklahoma game, which was huge. You know, built all the hype up to the TCU game. And that was probably one of the biggest, biggest games that Jack tried in in the past few years. You know, and uh, that game being homecoming as well just made it even more mm-hmm. uh, bigger of a game. And you
0: know, it was just it was a great time. And the month of October was crazy around here. Joel, what about in terms of if you were to look at those two games, Oklahoma or TCU? Obviously, OU's on the road, but it's uh, more of a blue blood program. TCU's at home. It's homecoming weekend. Which was the more – Which win did you enjoy more?
1: Uh, You know, that's a question you get a lot. Um, Honestly, the Oklahoma win was, was uh, a great win and, and all that, just because it was down there and they were top – top five team, you know, but the win against TCU was another good one because it was at home and, you know, the the crowd stormed the field, you know, and it was Mm -hmm. just awesome to experience that at least one time with all the the craziness that happens there. So I would have to say the TCU game.
0: Joel Lanning, our guest here on Heartland College Sports Weekly. I'm Pete Mundo. Joel, when when you guys made the switch to Kyle Kempt, I mean, nobody knew who Kyle Kemp was outside of maybe some people in Ames, Iowa in the program, let's be honest. Did you see this coming from Kyle Kempt and this kind of success? Uh,
1: Not really. I mean, honestly, it's one of those things, you know, we had all our – all of our money put on Jacob Park, you know, to, to come through and, you know, he had some uh things going on with his wife and needed to fix that, so he had to take a take a leave of absence or whatever, and, you know, Coach Campbell trusted him and stepped up and, you know, did, did his thing. And, you know, Kyle's, you never would have thought that, but at the same time, you, you would because Kyle just came there and just worked every single day, he didn't complain about things, you know, he just wanted a chance at starting and all that, and you know, finally his opportunity arose and he just made the best opportunity, uh, the best of it every single time.
0: Let's fast forward to that bowl game, that, that great Memphis bowl game. I mean, you know, you guys were just so emotional after that one, understandably so. Uh, the, the final moments of that game, the emotion afterwards, you know, now that you look at, back on it three months later, how do you describe uh, th- those emotions after that game?
1: Yeah, there it was, it was, uh, was a lot of emotions. I mean, being at your last game, uh, you know, obviously going out the way you wanted to with the win, and Coach Campbell and I are, are really, really close. You know, I didn't want to, like, leave him at the same time either. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, we just had a, a crazy re- relationship, so give him a big hug. And You know, there's a, f- a few tears here and there. But at the same time, you know, it was a great time with, all the all the fans out there, you know, it was like a pretty much a, a home game for us. Great, great, great atmosphere for that game. It's a good way to go out, and you know, Cyclone Nation definitely uh, showed up for us.
0: Joel, and our guest on Heartland College Sports Weekly, uh, Joel, <laughs> when you. I guess look back on the entire season as a whole, and and notably your career. And you mentioned that relationship with Coach Campbell. Obviously, Coach Campbell didn't bring you to Ames; he came in for your last couple of years. How has he changed this program?
1: He got everyone to buy in and um, instill the culture that he wanted here right away with the with the strength staff and everyone like that and everyone is on the same page up upstairs in the football offices, you know, every, everywhere in, in Ames with football is on the same page. And that's just what you need there. I mean, everyone's buying into him, uh, you know, his claim to fame or whatever that he always says, you know, trust the process and all that. And I know a lot of programs say that, but it's just kind of what he lives off of here. And everyone's literally just listening to him and, you know, he's leading the way and, they're doing a lot of good things as a recruiting as well. So, I mean, they're just on the right track.
0: I know, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk last fall that Coach Campbell is going to be a hot name for some other <laughs> job somewhere. Uh, were you guys ever concerned by that, or did you feel good that he was going to do something like he did, sign an extension and hopefully be there for the long term?
1: Yeah. I mean, there was definitely a lot of kids um, on, the, on the younger guys that were a little nervous about the, uh, Coach Campbell leaving. You know, obviously there was the teams that you heard of, I think Tennessee, you know, was searching for a coach and he was on their top, their, their radar or something. And I think there was just a lot of teams. But at the same time, you know, he said he was never going anywhere and you got to trust him. And, you know, I trust him with everything. Uh, but, yeah, I think there was a lot of guys that were scared. But, obviously, you know, he, he likes to hear a lot. And you you, you saw that with the uh, the contract that he signed as well, so.
0: Joel, uh, obviously, as you get ready for the NFL draft and you, and you talk to teams um, and you kind of analyze what your future might be playing wise, what's one thing that teams say they like most about you, and one thing they might want to improve in your game?
1: Um, you know, I think a lot of teams are kind of just what they what they're worried about with me is, you know, I haven't like I haven't played linebacker long enough and all that, you know, and. Mm-hmm. I just wish I was more polished up with what I'm doing, um, but then at the same time, you know, a lot of teams are the versatility aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can help you on three sides of the ball uh, if they need me to, and you know, I'm obviously willing to do that whatever I can. But I do think that those are the thing. You know, I haven't haven't had much experience on the defensive side, but at the same time, I can give you a lot of a lot of options. You know, all over the field. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Joel, most people would say you were the leader of this defense uh, last season. So who's going to take your place? What guy next fall for Iowa State are we going to say that's the leader of this defense?
1: Um, you know, obviously with uh, the – we had some guys coming back. You know, our D-line, D-line is pretty, pretty solid there. You know, with Bray Lima, Jaquan Bailey, and then our linebacker core as well, um, Marcel and Willie. And, you know, really we just kind of had to fill the, the safety spots because we lost all of our safeties, but we'll be strong there. But I think the, uh, the person that will step up the most, I think, on the defense uh, would probably be Willie Harvey and uh, Brian Peavy. You know, they're both mm-hmm. returning guys that have played for three or four years already and got a lot of experience. So I definitely think that those guys will be the leaders of the defense
0: out there. Well, Joel, great stuff. I really appreciate a few minutes. And best of luck over <laughs> these next few weeks. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Awesome stuff there to Joel Lanning. I really appreciate his time, and we're rooting for him just in the rest of his career, no matter what he does. Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. If you liked it, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. I would appreciate it. Also, send me a screenshot, Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com, of your review on iTunes, and I'll send you free Heartland College Sports koozies. Pretty good trade-off. Talk to you guys soon. Appreciate it so much.